The scripture readings today stress how God made a covenant with His people first through Moses, and then finally and forever through Christ, a covenant sealed and ratified by His blood. This covenant or bond of love between God and us is renewed and deepened through and in every Eucharist or Mass. The Sunday celebration of the Eucharist is God's gift to us, our self-expression as church and a sign of our hope for resurrection. Therefore, these three things that leads us to celebrate today Corpus Christi, the body and blood of Christ, happens within the context of a very ordinary event, a meal. A meal is something peculiar to human beings. A meal is far more than ingesting nutrients so that we can live. It is a social event, an event that tells us something about ourselves, about others, and if we are to believe Jesus as he is depicted throughout the Gospels, meals tell us something about God himself. When human beings eat together, there is that other aspect of life that is shared. Again, it's not just the physical thing of ingesting nutrients. You sit at a table with your family, you talk, you share, you are shaped by those sharings of experiences, and you learn something new, even if it was just a word or an experience from that conversation. We always find a reason to get together to eat, is go out for, uh, for, uh, for dinner or something like that, is not just for the dinner itself, is so that we can share each other's company, so that we can share and build each other up. At least that's the ideal. So the emotional aspect and affective aspect of our lives is deeply affected by these meals. Affective life is also nourished around a table. This was no less true of Jesus' meals than our own. God's lavish kindness is ever-present to us. So dependable is it that we sometimes take it for granted. You know, in the ancient world, the process through which food is grown, harvested, and brought to the table was much more intimately connected to the daily lives of the people uh, eating that food. They understood that this was the bounty of nature. They understood that this was of the created order and thus a direct provision from God. Ancient life in the form of soil, ancient life in the form of sunlight, ancient life in the form of water from all over the world, ancient life in the form of the winds over the fields, Ultimately, it is God's lavish love for us that we, you and I, consume. So we can say then that when we share a meal, creation itself is passing through us, God's goodness passes through us, and that meal invites us to share that goodness with others. You know, our celebration of the Eucharist is divided in two main sections. As you know, it is first the Liturgy of the Word, 
which we're still in at the moment, and then eventually we will move to the altar, the table of sacrifice, and that part is the liturgy of the Eucharist. When we are celebrating and setting up the, the altar and preparing the gifts, the priest, especially on Sunday, will say in low voice the following words. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. It goes back to that ancient life to that connection between what the soil produces so that it can eventually come to our table so that we can be nourished. The priest also prays similar words for the wine. This is a meal that we all come to, that we all are invited to as a family of faith. Shared meals can renew us not only in body, but also in spirit. It is no surprise that so much of Jesus' ministry revolved precisely on meals. It is also no surprise that Jesus left us with a meal in the form of the Eucharist by which to remember him. This event gathers us together in community around a meal, renewing us both effectively and vitally. And this ought to impact all aspects of our lives, not just one aspect of our lives here while we're in church so that then we can go out and be a different person after Mass ends, but all aspects of our lives, from our meals to our interaction with family and friends, from our work to our treatment of the environment, and so on and so forth. God has been overly generous with us. God has been lavishly good to us. We must, we are called to be good to one another, just as he has been good to us. I think that if we really get this, we will then understand the intimate connection between the Eucharist and the great symbolic gesture of the washing of the feet which we couldn't really celebrate or demonstrate during our Holy Thursday celebrations because of the COVID-19 circumstances. But that has an intimate connection there. When the Eucharist was instituted in that upper room during a Holy Thursday context, and through the washing of the feet, Jesus teaches us to love. Jesus teaches us that this meal, that this Eucharist is to lead us to Eucharistic action. It's not just for us to be here uh, praying nonstop, and while that is very, very important, is the source of strength and grace, that prayer is supposed to lead us out into the world to make a difference, to work for justice, to work for peace, to work for all of these things that the world is so much crying out for today. Through the command to love one another, the Lord is inviting us to a fuller life, to realize that it is in giving that we receive. It is in reaching out that we are reached out to. It is in dying to our egos and to ourselves that we will have eternal life. And we remember those words during Holy Thursday. If I, therefore, the master and teacher, 
have washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet, and I have given you a model to follow, so that as I have done for you, you should also do as well. So, the Sunday celebration of the Eucharist is God's gift to us, our self-expression as church, and a sign of our hope for resurrection. The Sunday celebration of the Eucharist is intended to be a habit with a specific ulterior motive of keeping us engaged in the lifelong process of growing in faith. We repeat this act, this sacrament, so often, habitually, because we are incomplete and our worship of God is incomplete. We worship God as best we can, and we look forward to the day of resurrection when God will bring about the perfection to our human nature, and that our human nature cannot accomplish by its own efforts. May this opportunity that we have to understand the Eucharist, the body and blood of Christ, in an intimate, more profound way, may be a source of strength, but also a challenge for all of us as Catholic Christians to go deeper, to come to Sunday Mass so that we can be united first as a family of faith, gathered around this meal so that then we can be nourished and so that then we can go out into the world to make a difference. We're not supposed to stay here in this church building. We're supposed to go out. And that's the intention of every Eucharist.